This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. from Vegas, I mean... Sin City. Sin City. Fight Weekend. Blue Wire Studios. Blue Wire Studios, Fight Weekend, inside the Wynn Hotel. But look at the dude to my right, to your left. Come on, bro. LA Zone, LA Zone, LA Zone. G Perico. What's happening? G. What's happening, man? Man. Thank you for pulling up. Man, thanks for having me, man. Thanks yeah. for, for real, for real. Feel like we was overdue for this. We've been yeah. we've been talking the f- past few months about sitting down and just having a conversation, man. So I'm glad we got to have it and what an amazing backdrop to do it in. Yeah. Super dope. Yeah. Um, man, let's dive in. Just just briefly for our, our people, our community. Um, can you give give our fans and people a, just a brief you know, background of, of who you are and where you're from. Okay, uh, G Perico, uh, AKA movie star. Okay. You know what I'm okay. Um, Talk your shit, G. I'm from uh, <laughs> South Central Los Angeles. Grew up like all around the city, but like mainly on 111 and San Pedro on the east side. Uh, well, basically like right where the city separate east side from what, where the address has changed. Okay, mm. okay. Um, you know, grew up in the uh, the gang environment, joined for a while, did that, and, you know, eventually became, you know, who I am now, entrepreneur, artist, visionary, uh, father, Love. good homeboy, everything. Yo, yeah. that, that, that one that you mentioned, how important is that to you, fatherhood? Man, it's super important, especially, like, my situation is like the typical ghetto nigga shit. Like your baby mama hates you, you know what I'm saying? So it been like a, a, a fight for me to be able to be a, a father, you know what I mean? And my daughter is older now, so she could just hit me and holler. So now we got like a super good relationship, but like that shit was hell though. Like I know a lot of people from, you know, the 
the culture that we from can relate. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just like ignorance, like, you know, just generational shit of, you know, a female probably never had a father and don't understand the importance of it. So feel like they kid don't, don't need necessarily one. need it. Yeah. So when we know differently. Exactly. So, you know, uh, I just know the importance of it, just having somebody there to just give you solid information and somebody to look at and, and just that support. So yeah, it been it was definitely uh like real difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like the greatest thing mm-hmm. that's supposed to happen to you, like it was like hell for the longest, but now it's getting together. So But you in know, an amazing I'm, you guys are in an amazing space now, y'all Yeah, cool. for sure, for sure. And she know like she know I'm the truth, so that's all that matters. I'm happy. <laughs> Love you know it. I mean? Yeah. When people talk about the good fight, that's the good mm-hmm. fight. That's the good fight. Mm-hmm. That's the I good agree. Fight. Um, what 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 led you to um, music? Like, who are some of your big inspirations? You know, that were like, yo, this is this is what I want to be. Um, initially, uh, my uncle, like he had a studio. He was a, you know, aspiring uh, CEO label owner he had a label called black sun records back in the day okay and um like i peeped the whole script from him like he had studios in the house in the backyard it used to always be a gang of niggas over there and shit doing music so it was it was always around and the fact that i like seen it hands on um it was just always in the back of my head but you know when you step outside like the street aspect was so so prevalent like you know i fell into that but you know my uncle was my original like inspiration that put the thought in my mind and then just seeing different artists and and different people come from nothing to something mm-hmm. and tell their story and then you know life gave me like a a, a great story so yeah you know Is your uncle still around yeah for sure what, what are those conversations like now that you know you've stepped into this entrepreneurial you know, um, musician, businessman, like what are those conversations like? I mean, he just, he's super happy for me. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, he try to lend uh, as much support as he can. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like information or help, you know. A lot of the time, you know, the musical gap is so like all, you know what I mean? He'll mm-hmm. send me shit, it's like, bro, I ain't doing that. But, <laughs> like yeah, sample this? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, it, it's super dope. And then it's like, kind of like, it, it it don't feel real sometimes. It's like, damn, you really did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you doing it. Yeah. You continue it. to do yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. So you do take the time to sit back and reflect and, and on your journey and where you were to where you are now. You give yourself that time to Yeah, that's um, you know, majority of my life been like that. Just reflecting like and just in order to grow. Like I look back and be like, damn, I did that wrong or I did that right, or I can't believe I'm here. You know what I mean? That's like a lot of my inspiration, just looking back at uh, you know things that transpired. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Where do you think, like, um, you know, coming up, gang culture, background, you talked about, like, early off camera, we were talking about, like, somebody sent you a, a picture from prison 20 years ago. Yeah. Just everything that you've been through, are there key moments or a certain moment that, you felt like was the turning point of your life where you're like, okay, I really got to focus. Yeah. Yeah. The last time, the last time I was in prison and then when I got out, just the the cherry on top, like I was in there and um, 
you know, I, I was uh just into a lot of stuff, mis real mischievous, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I went to jail, only had two and a half, so that you do a year off of that. And I ended up doing like an extra four months. And um, like I was messing up, I ended up on a yard where everybody got life on there. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Nobody going home for 10, the closest date was probably 10 or 15 years. You know what I mean? It's probably not the look for you. Right. And um, like normally before, like I didn't think nothing of it, like, you know? And then um, I looked at one of my homies, he was my age, and he'd been in jail since we was like 15 for something he ain't do, got life. Mm -hmm. And then I just looked around, I'm like, damn, everybody here got life. And it's like the conversations that I was having with people, like it's a lot of intelligent people that move fast, think fast, and that's way sharper than me. And I'm like, damn, I got all these opportunities. I just had my daughter. I'm like, damn, I'm blunt. And then her mama in and out of jail. I'm in jail. So it's like. Wait, your, your, your child's mother was in and out of prison yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. My daughter was born in, in prison. My daughter was born in jail. I went and picked her up from the hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had her with me for the first two years. And then I had to turn myself in. So that was like weighing heavy. You know, before that, I didn't have no responsibilities besides myself. So I ain't even give a fuck like this to life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I just seen like all these people stuck, like probably never going home. And then I'm like, okay, I got a daughter. I need to get out here and figure it out. Like, you know, the smartest dudes in the streets is the dumbest niggas. You know what I mean? And that was me. Like, I felt like I knew everything. I knew how to get money. I knew how to push it together. Knew how to create a following. You know what I mean? And um, I felt like that was everything. But the reality check was, nigga, you're going to look up one day and be old and gray and be trying to get a warehouse job. Talking mm. about you trying. And I ain't want that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just always seen this type of lifestyle that I wanted, but I didn't know how I was going to get it. And it was just like, bro, I'm not going to get it from the streets. I'm not a good criminal. Mm. I'm always in trouble. <laughs> You're <laughs> you know like, I'm, I mean? I'm sitting down all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always in trouble, so I'm not going to get it from the streets. So, you know, I stepped out with that on my mind, like, bro, I'm not going back to jail no more. I don't give a fuck if I'm broke for six months. As long as I'm free, I can figure it out. You know what I mean? And then when they took, like, you know, one end of my hood to the feds, I, I really can't do this street shit no more. Because yeah. it's like, it's niggas that we would have never suspected. Like, it was niggas that I, if you would have called them a snitch or said they was with the police, I probably would have attacked you if you ain't had no proof. And they was actually working with the police, setting niggas up. Wow. So it's like, damn, it's really like the, 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 the street game ain't fair. You know what I mean? But I've been through enough of it and every aspect of it to have a story and you know the culture at that time was about, when I was coming in, was about street credibility and all mm -hmm. that shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I felt like I had that, so I'm like, okay. I did a project before I went to jail, I come home, everybody fucking with it, ASAP Yams and them was up on my shit, I'm with, I'm with Yams like my second day out, you know what I mean? So, I'm like- okay. Yams was solid. Yeah. Super solid. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna dive all the way into this shit. You know what I'm saying? And you know, navigate through and see what else come about it. And then I'm a hustler, so you know. Yeah. Love it, man. You talk about freedom 
Um, did you ever sign with a major or you just always were like, you know what, I want to keep this independent? Yeah, I actually did sign with a major. Um, I signed with Rock Nation for a minute. You know what I mean? But it just, like the, the major system, like really uh, isn't for me. You know what I mean? You felt like it was more of a hindrance than something that was yeah. helping you push forward. Right. So, no, let me say this. At that time, and at, even at this specific time, a major isn't really it for me. You know what I mean? Like, um, is that is that because you feel you feel like restrained? Yeah. Like you feel they don't move quickly enough. Right. Not they're not nimble. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like we in we in 2023. We in this digital era. We basically in the future, and and, and majority of majors still operate in the you know old school way of thinking. And then it's mm -hmm. like, even when you sign, you still gotta do everything that an independent artist would do in order for him to even open up the budget. So yeah. it's like, I sign for X amount of projects. I still gotta drop all these mixtapes, get hot, move around. But I don't have really, I don't have any equity in that. That shit is like in a gray area. Yeah. The mixtapes and shit and all that, but they make money off of it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the quantification of yeah. the mixtape is definitely in a gray area. Yeah, it's in a super gray area. You don't get nothing off of it, but you still have to do that for them to open up the budget. So it's like, all right, you know, I might as well take off on my own, and then you know, keep the ownership of that, create some revenue. You know what I mean? Create some wealth, and um, and and keep building like that as opposed to signing to a label. They tell you all of this shit that they're gonna do. And I mean, a lot of people are sincere, but the system not set up for it to happen like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, it was just like, it was just a little too slow for me. Like I had, and then when I got over there, I realized that I already had a label set up. I already had my own PR, I already had my own digital guy. I got, you know, different strategic people that I talked to. You know what I'm saying? To help me with direction and everything. I got camera guys. I yeah. got producers. You know what I mean? So I already had everything a functioning label needs. And when I got over there, it's like my staff got hired, but motherfuckers wasn't get it like it just put a strain on a lot of different relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it just didn't work fast enough. But yeah, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'll probably never deal with a major, but I'm more so like just distro because I know what to do. You know? Yeah. Um, enterprise. Click. Let's talk about it. Yeah. What's the vision? What What was the birth? When was the birth of that? And then you know what What's What's coming for enterprise? So um, you know, enterprise was birthed like 2019, like when I was ready to exit from my deal because I was signed for like two years. Um, and when I was ready to exit, it was just like, you know, just rebranding, reinventing new energy, you know, new fire, um, pretty much same idealism, but just a bigger goal and a bigger vision because now I'm now I'm seeing the world and I'm seeing the possibilities from a different angle. Mm -hmm. So instead of thinking three, four, five hundred thousand, I'm thinking 10, 20 million. And it's like beyond possible in my mind and I know the routes and everything, you know what I'm saying? So like enterprise click was basically like me thinking a few hundred thousand into like fucking you know seven eight digits eight digits you know what i mean type mm -hmm. shit and and just knowing the possibility of it and then also it's just 
you know, something to empower the people around me, like the people that get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, in, in any industry, like, where you entrepreneurs and it's not, like, a business to where you got an eight-hour shift, you go drop this off and collect your check. Like, this is a thing where we got value and, you know, if you got a vision and you got something that could that could go along with the brand that matches with the brand, like you could really do your shit and own it. So this is basically like for all my homies that got vision and understand like anywhere in the entertainment field, mm. like this is like a support system and a platform for, you know, people to use. And then for the people, it's just, you know, motivation, inspiration, like, you know, watching me come from getting out of jail, all right, now we making hundreds of thousands off of music from zero. You mm. know what I'm saying? And basically, like investing nothing but you know time and creative ideas. Not really no big money. Uh, to that shit going down to zero, negative. Lost my house in the hills. All the cars I had gone to zero. To reinvent enterprise click. Now we like certified millions. Like. Two comma seven digits for sure when you check out the balance. So, so it's much more than music. Yeah, for sure. It's really a creative hub for talent. Yeah, yeah. clothing, music. Uh, so you telling stories across fashion, like you said, across you know film and television. I'm sure that's an aspiration, right? Yeah, we actually uh, going into uh, films for 2024. So, mm. so the same way. So the same way I'm building this catalog is for 2024, I want to build a similar catalog with the films. Okay. With the independent films. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, music. You just dropped a, a new single, Pressure, which is pressure. fire. Uh, yes, um, Pressure. You know, shout out to, and rest in peace to Sponto, man. Sponto's my guy. When you dropped that line, I was like, wow, man, that that's, um, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, life is such a fragile thing, and um, these relationships that we have are, are really important when you find people that are also an inspiration, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I know you're no, um, none of us are strangers to loss, but right. yourself personally, like, how do you deal with, um, you know, grief? And, you know, maybe a loss of a, a friend or a family member or a homie. Like, you know, how do you go about processing some of those things? Bro, it's, it's been happening since, like, such a young age. Like, since, like, first grade. Like, one of my friends got hit by a car and died. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I don't even deal with it, bro. It's like, it's something inside of me that that just locked that shit away, bro. You know what I mean? I just recently, like in this last year, like, you know, came to like tears about a loss. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that was just like, when I cried about that, it was just like all them years of just mm -hmm. all these bodies and these people that I lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just finally caught up to me. But, you know, we so desensitized, like where I'm from, it's like damn near like a, a regular thing. It's like, you know, somebody dying is like similar to a fucking birthday party or so, a baby being born. Like, which yeah, whoopie whoop died. Like, oh shit. And then it's normal program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is so unfortunate. Like, I, I feel like 
we, you know, we as men of color and we from certain backgrounds, right? Like certain uh, financial backgrounds. One, we're stuffing all the time. We're stuffing something, right? Yeah. Like it's like either whether it's about uh, death, you know what I mean? Like you just mentioned and it's like you're numb to it. Yeah. Not, that should never be the case. That should never be the case that that's just a common occurrence. Death is a common occurrence. It's going to come. For sure. But the manner in which a lot of our colleagues, friends, whatever, die, and you know what I mean? Soon, yeah. And how soon they die, yeah. um, whether it's to some street shit or whether it's to stress because we're constantly playing defense as black men. Yeah. Like, we don't get to get on offense. We're constantly like, okay, how am I navigating this as opposed to like, I'm trying to just go straight. Yeah. I'm just trying to go straight. I'm just trying to win. We're navigating. And um, my, my, myself, that's why uh, I called a friend and was asking literally for a, a therapist uh, re referral because I knew I was at a point where I couldn't run from it anymore. There were, there were just too many things piling to up. Explode, yeah. Right? Like it was like losing people, uh, children, you know, my kids, like, getting at a place in their life where they were making their own decisions, but these things were impacting me yeah. in such a way, you know what I mean? And then, you know, your home life and then uh, yeah. a business, all of this shit, just, it got to a point. And then your parents getting older, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? And, and, and maybe not being in the best situation and you wanting to be the person to uh, sort of like take it all away. Cause right. that's all I've ever been is like, okay, call him. He's going to work it out and we'll figure it out. And I couldn't be that person anymore because I was on empty. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was on E. Um, and not in a positive way where it's like how they say, like, let's leave this world on E. Like, you've left everything, you know, out in a good way. It was more like, no, I'm suffering. You've been drained. Yeah, yeah, I'm suffering. Yeah. And um, so it's, 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 I encourage people. I encourage all of us. I encourage you. Find someone to talk to. Right. You got to find someone to talk to, man. Therapy is so so needed yeah. so so needed and in therapy not only is it coming should it come in conversations but it should come in finding whether it's um you building miniature cars or whatever like find an outlet you yeah, know what i'm saying definitely. find an outlet like go fishing whatever play golf but do something you know what yeah. i'm saying you, you saw a schoolboy he was like yo i getting into golf helped him yeah you know what I'm saying? So we, healthy, yeah. That yeah. Outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I encourage you because you don't want to become numb, because because yeah. then you 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 uh you pass that on to your daughter right. or you pass that on to someone else, and they feel like oh that's just the norm, and it's not because we need to figure out how to deal with our emotions. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And become comfortable in those emotions because life is going life. Right. But uh, we just want to be healthy when it's life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That Again, it doesn't mean it's always going to go the way we want it to. But let's let's find a way to be able to deal with these things and be like, all right, that happened. I'm yeah. not okay right now. Yeah. But I'm going to talk myself through it. I'm going to talk to some people. I'm going to figure it out. And it may take 15 days. It may take an hour, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You know? And that that's that been on my mind a lot lately because... It's like I see the possibilities of success and I see it unfolding and I understand that all I got to do is be disciplined and execute, right? 
But then it's like, okay, when you get there, what kind of person, what kind of successful person you gonna be? Because mm. money could like either like bring value to your life or destroy your life, right? Facts. And if you're not in the right place, it's gonna destroy you. And yeah. like I didn't seen it happen, like like in the culture, like with my people, so many times it's like all we do all day, like in the the gang shit. If you're not gang banging, it's oh, get money, get money, get money. But you know everybody get money, and then what do they do with it? Like yeah. they either fuck themselves up with it, or just change up. waste the shit and do nothing we're not with healthy. it. Yeah, exactly. We're not healthy. Yeah, like if you don't have a if you don't have context. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I sat down one time across from uh, Mar- Marshawn Lynch and I was asking him because uh, I had heard the story of how he he never spent a uh, paycheck from the league. He was literally living off of endorsements. And so I was asking him, I was like, what what made you come to that? Like, what made you develop that sort of, uh, you know, like that's how you was going to roll. What What made you develop that process? And he was like, actually, it wasn't because I'm brilliant. It was more like, I don't know. He didn't have any context for how to like spend money. Right. So until he had, he was like, I was just like this, fuck mm-hmm. it. Like I'm a, until I can figure it out, you know? And, and it, because he knew that there were certain things that could happen that yeah. could fuck him. So he was just like, yo, until I figure that out, until I get context, yeah. I'm gonna slow up. Yeah, that was a smart thing to do. Question for you. Are, are you comfortable with being a role model? Do you see yourself as a role model? See, now that's like a super touchy subject because <laughs> it's like, you know, I know I'm doing things to break the mold and outside the box, but at the same time, I'm still like rough as fuck around the edges. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Yo, like, but that's great that you acknowledge that. Yeah. So it's like, just like the, the you know, the level of perfection that, you know, I seen certain role models and people that, you know, lead, you know, people behind them in the right direction. It's like I'm not sure if I'm all the way right there yet. You know but I, mean? I I think that's honestly like the juxtaposition of us all, right? It's like you got you got people who pretend that they're polished day in and day out. And then you got people that are real, like, yo, I'm trying I'm just trying my best to do yeah. better and like like Malik said I think that's important for people to hear because and important that you've thought about it and processed it because and I think for me I've always been inspired by the more raw and authentic like yeah. because that's who we are right you know what I mean like you could be beyond successful business wise but at the house you can have a terrible marriage your kids could be you know what I mean and right. not saying that's anybody's business but right. when you walking in the truth about like look I'm just I wake up every day, I'm just trying to be the best version of me, trying to learn some things. I think that's amazing, man. And I think your story just in general, as people continue to dive into it more and you continue to open up these new doors and um, new realms of, of who you are as an artist and a businessman, it's 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 truly like inspirational, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I appreciate it, man. And you know, I've, I know we've had, you know, a number of interactions through like, Emery and um, shout out M. Shout out M, man. It's another important person that's just like, you know, if you had the chance to to have conversations with Emery, it's like, you know, priceless, <laughs> priceless moments, yeah. man. But um, super dope. Um, I wanted to ask you, blue t shirt. 
blue t-shirt just man take over that came out of like like nowhere yeah and caught fire what was the vi- uh, the vision behind that i mean at the time in my life like i was tell like, the truth i was <laughs> i was at uh sign and everything and mm-hmm. I, I i didn't like it and then i was like just struggling with people around me and everything just to get people to see the vision and understand that it's possible. And it's like, man, how's so many people around and don't believe that shit is possible? You know what I mean? So um, I was just like on the, man, I'm about to beat the odds and the craziest shit, like I'm supposed to be beating the odds in business and actually executing shit, but I gotta beat the personalities around me and it just all the disbelief and crazy shit around, like I gotta battle that first of all. So it was just like a thing to where it's like, you know, life is what you make it and like just making it, you know, uh, impossible possible. So it's like, all right, blue t-shirt. I had that idea and I'm like, man, fuck this. We not, I'm not making nothing blue. Cause this is a, this is a blue t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I say so, that's what it is, you know what I mean? And that's my belief. And, you know, that's how we pushing. So it was just like more to it than just uh, taking blue and making it red, you know what I'm saying? It was just like the a whole thing going on in my life. And then I know that it's so many other people that struggle with that. Like mm. people can't get to the game because niggas is bumping heads in the huddle. You know what mm. I mean? So. You know, that was, you know, mainly that. And it, you know, it was super clever. I see a gang of different high-end brands, you know, stealing the idea, <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah that's how they do it, though. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's exactly how they, yeah, do how they do it. No, I thought it was super clever, man. And hearing you tell that story, it's almost like you're kind of breaking down barriers, you know. Um, For sure. Through cultural, you know, um, fashion and those kind of things and the belief in yourself to do that like you said when it's normally the people in your proximity that you're trying to get on board and you're like you know it, it's frustrating sometimes when you're like how can you not see the vision Very. but then when you you take a step back and you're like why should i expect anybody to see my vision right because it's mine yeah right you know some people get it you know i know even me and malik like there's a lot of things that you know, we we both see eye to eye on, but then there's the beautiful part is the things that we don't see yeah, that's the eye to right eye part. on. But you have to be, arrive at, it, at each other's space to be like, okay, I might not see it, but I trust you know what what you see because that's in my that's in my blind spot maybe. Yeah, you know. So I think surrounding yourself with those kind of people that you know challenge your way of thinking, and um, and I think people still to this day um, getting mixed up, you don't have to agree or 100% see the vision behind somebody's thing, but as long as you support. Right. <laughs> that's the in main a healthy thing. way. That's the, that's the, that's the strength in the team, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everybody not supposed to be the same. Now it's just plain, dull, boring shit that you can't really build. Like, you need to get challenged in, mm. a, in a great way. Yeah. You need different ideas. You need somebody to be like, wait, hold up. Let me sharpen this. I see what you're saying, but let me sharpen it up. Like, you know, uh, 
And uh, at the time, my situation wasn't that. It was just like, nigga, this ain't it, period. Shut up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's the that's the strength in the team, like people having different ideology. People having different ideology and different vision, but, you know, having the same passion and, you know, same or bigger drive. And that's 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 the thing is like the people that you surround yourself with. I'm sure you know this because I saw your your crew outside. Like they got context for you, yeah. right? So in that context, when G is having maybe not his best day, they don't take it personally. They just right. be like, "Yo, that dude on his shit today, whatever." Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm gonna talk to him later, and that's important. It's important because those things then don't become other issues that aren't even there. Right. You know what I mean? You just like, yo, he on his shit today. And th- and that doesn't mean you're you're pacifying somebody's behavior. Yeah. You just more like, I know his intentions. I know yeah. who we are. I know the relationship that we have. Like, yeah. whatever, yeah. bro. But you know un- what I'm saying? Understanding is is, is a motherfucker. It's everything. And that's yeah. love right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's real love. Yeah. The late great dip said circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Mm-hmm. You feel that? For sure. I used to be deep. We need to probably walk in 50 deep, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, it's crazy because a lot of people don't get it. It's like, you know, I got a lot of people upset with me, but don't understand, like, bro, like, you, you got to bring value to the situation. Mm. And that don't necessarily mean that you got money or you know everybody or, you know, it may be conversation or some word or check this out, like, you know, I, I done got some of the greatest advice from people that's not doing the best in life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Valuable, good shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that don't mean you got to have it all. But, yeah, um, like when you dealing with, especially coming from this culture, like ego. Mm-hmm. Like our shit is built off of ego. Everybody want to be the toughest nigga, the hardest nigga, uh, whatever just it is. the man. Yeah, better than you, yeah. the man, this, that, and the other. And, um... Like, I've always been the man, but the thing is, I know how to let other people be them and not get in their way. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, that's not always the case when you're in these large circles, you know? And then just, like, developing that focus that you need to grow. Like, you can't have all this noise around you, you know what I mean, in order to take it to that next level. Yeah. Sometimes um, you got to get selfish. For sure. and selfish doesn't that word gets used in, in out of context selfishness sometimes for your growth is a thousand percent necessary that shit will sure. save your you life because I mean? it's like how can i help you or help this thing if i can't help myself selfishness will save your life because yeah. <laughs> you got to be able to be like you know what i i for me to be at the space where i want to be one first me I'm at where I want to be. I can't give you everything. Right. So I got to shut down. I got to shut down and focus and dial the fuck in and get to where I need to get to and then be able to see things. Then I can open it up some. Right. But this time I'm going to open it up a little bit slower and again, control the room because yeah. it's also about shrinking the room. That's what we're talking about sure. basically because if you shrink the room, right, you can see everybody in it. You can be like, yo, when this happens... I know I know why it happened, because I can see the room. But if you're in a big party, like a Rock Nation brunch, I can't 
I don't know what the fuck. Right. You know, because it's too many people, yeah. right? But if it's a small dinner party, and that's the analogy I'm using for life, I know exactly why this happened. Yeah, less is more. Le mm -hmm. Man, and also because it also like, I can't think about all these fucking things. I don't have enough bandwidth. Right. So if I shrink it, the value in the things that I'm focusing on becomes greater because I'm focusing on those things. Right. I'm pouring into those things. And the blueprint is there. Like if you look at any successful team or camp, there's like five or six of them. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, it, it, what uh, sucks about the culture is that people don't understand that. So they do. You know, a lot. Of, I mean, they don't. But their ego won't let yeah, them understand, let them. and pride yeah. won't let them understand yeah. it. And yeah. a lot of people stay stagnant because of that. That line, keep it real. You know what I mean? And people don't understand keeping it real. Like starts with yourself, right? Facts. And don't lie to yourself. Yeah, a lot of people in the culture, like I just want to like people to know, like you know, if somebody needs to do what's best for them, and you know their heart and you know their intentions, like. Bro, do not give him a hard time and ruin the relationship because <laughs> once this man come and be great, you're going to be even more sour on the sideline. You know what I mean? Because you ruin the relationship as opposed to supporting. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's a big thing that lacks in the culture is that like true support without, you know, uh, selfish Expecting intent. Some, some agenda. Yeah, it's like right? selfish yeah. intent. Like, you know, a lot of people be around. Shit, well, if you want, I'm on, right? Yeah. Outside of like, damn, how can I add value to myself and then add value to this? Like everybody Cause should I, have some point cause of selfishness. Because if I add value to it, G gonna keep me around anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's 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 it, it benefits him to keep me around. And I'm gonna be able to create my own thing. Exactly. And then we form like Voltron. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Because the dude that becomes your that your guy becomes the manager, and he's like, "Yo, he led G to this and that and the third. So now he's the manager. The guy who's your creative guy becomes the creative yeah. guy, and every we all winning. And it's then super it goes simple. from. Can I get, give me this, give me that to, I'm bringing value, you bringing value, and we both just growing like crazy, and we, we living great, and we high-fiving. Do you look at your, uh, your I don't want to, but your relationship with the other person, with women, do you look at that sort of the same way? Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, but, you know, it's crazy, like, love is a motherfucker, like, you know what I'm saying? So... Like sometimes, like even with them type of situations, like man, love is like is really a difficult thing. But I definitely got to deal with somebody that brings value and peace to my life. If peace. you're gonna be, if you're gonna be next to me, because like my life been so chaotic and it wasn't really nothing that I chose. Well, I did choose to become a part of the street, so I mean, it may be something that I chose. But like you know, from birth, from the intro it was craziness in the house like people with attitudes and just wild shit that's not normal so yeah like my life been like super chaotic I just don't wear it so I definitely need somebody like if you're gonna be next to me like the first thing is like bring peace to my world yeah, you know what I'm is. saying and then we'll get to the other shit yeah um we out in Vegas man which is becoming a Viva Las Vegas sports Hit hub. So wait, capital. let's get to it. 
why this are we is, here tonight? This is a this is a great place to yeah. invest at. Right oh my now. goodness, this right? This is a great. So I was hollering at Dave. To, we, sorry to cut you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, was no. hollering at Dave. So we just bought a, a a building in my hood and shit. Okay. And I'm like, Dave, where uh, bro, I'm getting this money. Where should I, you know, what should I do? And he like, bro, invest in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, nigga shit. I didn't hear it at first. I'm like, Vegas, man, fuck Vegas. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, wait. I see what's going on. Like this is really a place where, like, if you start investing in shit right now, like, in the next five, ten years, everything gonna double, triple, yep. quadruple. Yep. So it's like a great place to, you know, invest because it's, you know, it's still not really no culture out here like that. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's like in infancy stages, like you could build culture out here and just own all kind of shit. Yeah, fucking. Oakland A is coming, expansion team. They got the train, 45. I, I've been and telling the population keep growing. I've been telling people for a long time. The first artist that really gets on from Vegas with the backdrop of Vegas, especially if you're on some street shit, on some rap shit, it's a rap. Um, before we get out of here, man, what what are what are what, what you up to the next like, you know, six months? What you got in the works? What, um so I got seven figures later. Dropping, I believe, Ooh, next week. Okay. Next week, short project, ten songs, and then uh, right behind that, a few weeks after that, L.A. Summers three. Then uh, seven figures later, produced by Trey and Loda Great, young uh, producers out of L.A. Mm. L.A. Summers three, produced by Dupree, Steel G Slim. After that, produced by Steels. Steels. Yeah. That's my homeboy. Yeah. Steels from the my beach. Guy. Yeah. Steals my bro, bro. Solid, so solid. That's like my executive producer. Like he okay. touched everything. Okay. When I'm done with the sessions, I send them straight to him if he's not there. Um, that's for any song I do, and that's my DJ also. Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. saw y'all on the road together. Yeah. That's my, that's my young boy. Yeah. Like, that's my guy. Yeah, Steals is great. Um, and then um, Hot Shot Two. Okay. Hot Shot Two. Uh, Gangster Grills. And then I'm doing Gangsta. a yeah. And then I'm doing a live album. Uh, in Atlanta. Ooh, what band are you going to use? He's working, working. Uh, the uh, uh, 85 Vibe, the uh, mm. day band. You know what I mean? Uh, so I did the 85 Vibe show, and then that was like my first time performing with a live band. And I said, damn, yes. we need to do a full show. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into, all right, well, let's do the live album and the doc also. So we doing that in November, and it'll be dropping shortly after that. Probably the top of the year. Have you already began production on the doc? Or are uh, you about to get into it? Yeah, we got it structured out and everything. So when we get there that week of, you know, rehearsals and all that, we're going to go into that. You know what I mean? I need to put you with somebody. My man just got an Emmy nomination. He uh, he did Nas. He did the uh, Supreme Team doc with Nas. Oh. And he's doing a Lollapalooza doc right now. He's going to Chicago. I'm, we're, we're both. We love to put people together. Yeah. And do it as a beast. Y'all should y'all should connect. Yeah, yeah. Matt, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna put you with G. Well we'll Chief will put you with G. Yeah. But y'all gotta work. And then we uh short films. I got a few short films uh loaded up, ready to go. So, you know, that's my um, you know, uh one of my missions to add to my resume for twenty twenty four, producing, writing and starring in it. You know what I'm saying? Uh or co-starring, whatever my role may be in a specific uh, film. And then in the clothing, blue t-shirt. Let's get it. Every month. 
Sweet LBW light. Filbit. We shoot uh, pressure. We finish it up the pressure video. I was gonna ask about that. Yeah. Pressure coming. Yeah. yeah. Y'all gonna be in it? You see him in the cut? Okay. okay. We with it. Pressure. Uh. What's up, y'all? Signing off a sweet life live from Las Vegas. G Perico. Yeah. Malik Rashid. Yes, sir. Fight weekend. Let's go. Ding ding. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.